Easy enough. Yo, yo. All right, so you can hear me? I can hear you. Beautiful. What's going on, Rob? How are you? What's going on, man? I'm doing just fine. Living living a good life over here and not king of Prussia. <laughs> KLP, dude. Nice spot, though, truthfully. Great spot to be having an apartment. Yeah, it's all right, dude. <laughs> all right, whatever. I was just trying to hype it up. Um, but all right, let's let's uh, let's get this underway. Um, welcome to the very first edition of We Love TDs. It's going to be a weekly podcast regarding the fantasy football league that we're all in. Um, first guest ever. We are starting with Rob Straff. Um, he's a good time friend from home, uh, PA boy repping the Eagles, no matter how painful. Um, and yeah, Rob, how's it going, man? I know you just said that, but <laughs> yeah, man, it's going, um, looking forward to a clean, hard fought. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm here to fucking crush, dude. I'm here to crush everyone. I want everyone's soul and okay. I want it to be known. Hey, I like it, man. I like the intensity. Um, how amped are you for football to be, like, back, finally back, like, real football, no preseason shit, like, actual NFL football on Sundays? How's it feel? I was just talking um, to a couple of friends of mine in West Virginia about this, dude. Like, it's like this, like, the weird time of the year where, like, NBA is gone. There's no competitive sports going on right now. Like, there's baseball, but who really gives a fuck? Um <laughs> But now that football is back, dude, tomorrow, I can't wait. Little Bucks, uh, a little Tom Brady action tomorrow. I'm excited, dude. Oh, yeah. I don't see why we wouldn't be. Um, fuck yeah. So I'm, I think you did, like last year, you kind of gave up midway through, but then you snuck into the, uh, into the postseason. This year, um, do you think you'll be having more of a handle on it on like the week to week? We did up the buy into 150. So do you think this will be one of your more serious leagues? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm in two right now, yours and um, mine from college. Um, I wouldn't say gave up. I would say more so Christian McCaffrey's um, uh, ACL gave up rather than my team giving up. Um, so hopefully that's not the same or rather than me giving up. So hopefully that's not the same uh, outcome this year as I'm praying that that man stays healthy and I can, you know, ride the ride of a lifetime to a, to a championship <laughs> win this year. I love it, man. As you know, payouts are worth it. They're hefty. 1,000 for first place, 600 for second, and uh, 200 for third. So let's pray that the ACL holds up for, uh, for the season. Um, but cool, man. Uh, I'm hyped that you uh, wanted to do this. Uh, Picked you. We just went according to draft, but I, I know you're familiar with um, podcasts and stuff of that nature. So easy, easy first pick. Uh, let's get into it, though, man. So the very first thing that I want to address is how do you feel about your team? What was your drafting strategy while you were drafting? And uh, if you had to pick an X factor player on your team, like let's say he has, like if you you think you'll win if he has a really good week you think your team will lose if he has a really bad week. So let's get into it. Let's start with the draft. Uh, what was the game plan going into it? Um, To be honest with you, dude, I'm not a big – like I don't really fuck with having that first pick. I think it's more of a disadvantage than an, event, and then an advantage just because you're waiting um, so long in between rounds, in between those back-to-back picks. So it's kind of like you have this game plan set up, but no matter how good your game plan is or how sure of it, it's not going to ever work. 
Um, and that's kind of props to everyone in this league. You guys actually picked um, very well. Like everyone that I kind of wanted that I wanted to be a part of, like on my team, it was already picked every fucking time I looked at the board. So, you know, it's a bit frustrating, um, but good work, everyone. Uh, so the game plan was pretty simple, dude. It was just kind of just fill up. Uh, with the best player possible at that position, um, I wanted to. I wanted to start obviously running back, wide receiver, running back, wide receiver. Um, I know that I took Russ fifth or in the sixth round. Um, he was just kind of sitting there looking good, so I was like, "All right, let's take Russ. He might be the best um, fantasy quarterback in the league every year." Uh, so. I was feeling pretty saucy picking him up, but it was more so just fill it up as the best I can and then kind of tweak it afterwards after the finished product is here. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's always fair. Like even if you do have a game plan going into the draft, it it can get fucked up in a matter of minutes or seconds, depending on how everyone else is drafting. I'm looking at your team though, man, like up and down, like strong top six. I actually really like your uh, Mike Giusecki. Uh, I think he's going to be a stud this year, uh, especially with Tua. I also like how you kind of like saved him in the back pocket. I think he's on your bench, right? Yeah, he is. Um, so I actually really like Mike Jacecki. Um, We can use that as a as a caveat to get into who do you think is the X factor of your team? Like again, has a really good week. You feel good about your chances of winning. Has a really bad week. You're kind of iffy on if you're going to win the, uh, that particular week. Um, it's a great question. So fi- first off, going back to kind of the Jazeki pick, I am not confident about that. I think that was a horrible pick and I think it's going to blow up my fucking face, but uh, I appreciate you having faith in me on that one. So that, that's really nice. Um, oh, yeah, I was feeling, yeah, that, that kept me up at night. Like I'd made that pick and I was like, Oh man. <laughs> um, but I think that the, the man that is going to be most important and I won't, bring CMC into this because obviously he is the most important. Um, I think it has to be Amari Cooper. I think that you can kind of count on Edwards Hilaire to do his thing a little bit to give you anywhere between, you know, 15 and 20 points per week. You can count on AJ Brown to sit in that same pocket over there. Um, Amari Cooper scares me because it's all dependent on Dak. So I Mm. need Dak to stay healthy and to stay strong. And I think if Amari can give me, 18 to 22 per week, I think I sit real good. So 18 to 22, if that's what he gets for that week, you feel strong for the possibility of winning that week at whoever you're playing against. I I think that it gives me – I don't know if I feel super strong. Like, I'm not – like, that's not like the all do and say, but I think that if that that can happen, I think that the rest of my team can put it together and I'll be able to take a dub that week, yeah. Yeah, man. Like I said, I'm looking at, like, Russell Wilson, C-Mac – Edward Tiller, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper, Mike Jacecki, Chase, even Chase Claypool in the in the flex spot, man. Like that is that is just truthfully a solid team. So I can definitely appreciate the Amari Cooper being like one of those persons that has to has to stay strong on your team to um, definitely feel confident in a week to week matchup. Um, so with all that, like I mean, I just rattled off your your team, but um, how do you feel overall? I know Jacecki obviously doesn't sit well. Uh, where do you think? Honestly, let's just use this to get into who do you think has the top three uh, teams in the league uh, just based off of their everything, honestly. Who do you think? Um, To be honest with you, I think it's it's pretty far and away. I think it's um, Mick, me, and uh, who is Dixie Normus? 
I think that's Jared. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, Mick, me, and Jared. Jared, that's a great name. Um, that's such I, a good to be name. honest with you, I think it's kind of far and away. And I think right behind me, and I don't know if anyone will agree with this, but I think Vince has a really good team. Dude, I saw it. I literally was like, I was like, damn, dude. Like, I literally thought Vince, the reason why he joined the draft FaceTime was because he had Jesse, like, doing the draft because of how good the team was. And I was like, dude, no way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that that was his plan. I think that Jamie was picking the team for him. Hey, Jamie, yo, she knows her shit, too. So, (laughs) I guess that comes with the marriage, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Oh, God. All right. So, that's actually pretty good, too. Um We'll just get into the this weekly matchup that you got going on. You're actually going against my brother Shane. Um, mm-hmm. Shane is a dog when it comes to fantasy football. So, how do you feel going in, looking at the two teams, um, comparing them head to head, like PPR? Like, what do you think? What do you think uh, for week one? Um, I think I think it's barbecue chicken, dude. I think I got this one in the bag. <laughs> I mean, this Jeez. man. And Shane, if you if you listen to this, which I'm sure you will, um, Saquon Barkley was, and I hope that I'm wrong here, but that's like the craziest pick I've ever seen in my life as a wide or as a running back one. So I kind of forced this hand there because Shane had the fifth pick, I think, and I was four. And you have to go when you're in like the top four or five of running backs or picks of the draft. I feel like you've got to go running back. Um, so right before him, I snagged Alvin Kamara off the list. And, like, kind of like, you know, with being the number one pick, how you were pretty much trapped into that C-Mac pick. Like, you had to get him. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was kind of the same regard. But 100%, I think he's such a question mark when it comes to, like, durability and, like, if he can, like, make it past, like, week six. But if he does make it, like, if he stays healthy, it could be an all-time pick, too, in the same breath. It's really interesting, dude, because if he – and I was just talking to um, my buddy Matt about this. If he stays healthy, bro, um, he's – you know, he sits right up there with your uh, Dalvin Cooks and your CMCs. But with that line, dude, I just – I don't think it, it can – he can't get the burn that he typically gets. No, I agree. I mean, I think that line on the New York Giants is terrible. I'm obviously biased as well, being a Philly fan. But – um yeah, for someone who has a history of injuries, like you definitely got to protect them way better than what they're currently putting out right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, go ahead. But no, 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 you're good. So I was just going to say, so obviously the Saquon thing is like definitely a point of interest for you, but like just on the head-to-head matchup or PPR matchup, I don't want that to get confused. Um, what do you think overall? Let's say, honestly, if, if you think you'll win or lose, and then what do you think? the scores will be or how much you think you actually beat him by do you think it'll be close do you think it'll be uh, a blowout what do you think first week um everyone's a bit rusty i think it'll be it'll sit right around the projected i think maybe i go 125 shane goes 116 to 118 in that range okay. um i'll tell you what does worry me and i've been saying this for a while now is i think dk metcalf and, and obviously he's already a very good player but i think it's that breakout year this year which i'm you know i'm worried about because he could come out of the gates and put up you know 36 points against me in the first week so <laughs> you're not wrong dude <laughs> Him and, and Young Hoku scares the living shit out of me. I already texted Shane. I was like, I'm feeling like, dude, the birds suck. Like, I'm sorry to say. Like, I'm, I'm thinking he puts up, like, 20 points this week against the birds. Dude, he was stupid last year. I think he was averaging 15 points a game as a kicker. 
like it might have been 14 or 15 but like it's literally as if like an rb2 option or like a wide receiver two option as your kicker it's terrifying dude yeah unbelievable let's see because i did look at um i did obviously look at shane's picks Mm -hmm. i really piggybacking off of the dk metcalf i love his combo of josh allen and dk metcalf i think those are two players at the positions that it's, I mean, obviously you have like your Patrick Mahomes, your Aaron Rodgers, obviously you're putting them above a Josh Allen, but I think they're both so skillful, Josh Allen and DK Metcalf, that the separation mm-hmm. of points for those like a QB one and a wide receiver one is definitely significant. So I think that is going to be a tough, a tough combo for a QB one and a wide receiver one. And Saquon, like I said, man, he's got that question mark, but like if he's healthy, he's, he's stupid. Like he's filthy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Josh Allen's a great player, man. He's special. Um, there's no doubt about that. Uh, the Bills are really, really good, and that's definitely a bit um, questionable. But they're good, but I don't know. I'm just – I'm not sold on them yet. I don't think they have the wide receiver court to bring Josh Allen to be – like. I think he's ranked the number one quarterback this year, but I don't really think that that is accurate um, yeah. at all. I didn't even know that, honestly. I mean like- – yeah. It's just like that's not even that's like analytics, like getting into it. And obviously, you got to pay attention to it, but like you just got to like have an eye test too. Like you look at Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be in that conversation, but I mean, I just wouldn't be able to pick him over a Patrick Mahomes or an Aaron Rodgers, or even to your uh, to your benefit, a Russell Wilson. Man, like Russell Wilson is like stupid. Like he'll get you running yards like obviously he's trying to dial back just getting older and everything mm-hmm. but like the sh- the shit that russell wilson does is like magical like if you see him like under pressure like he'll like be what five yards behind like the line of scrimmage like all of a sudden he's deacon juking out three tackles and now he's gained 15 yards for like a first down it's fucking it's unbelievable yeah, he's great, dude. He is so fun to watch, man. And, like, he's just always a top three MVP candidate, I feel, or at least top three best quarterback in the league candidate every single year since he's won a Super Bowl, like, for the entire career. Yeah. No, he's he's unbelievable. I, I And, like, he's just a great guy, too. Like, you don't want to not root against him. Like, you know. Oh, um, dude. Absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, I think I said that right. But you got the point. <laughs> um, so this is – where I was going to let you um, just kind of pick up a talking point, what you uh, could be a bold prediction that you think it could be like how you anticipate, like what's going to go on during the season. Um, I know we were talking about a possible Super Bowl MVP, but I'll let you bring it up. Yeah. So, and we're talking about the actual real life NFL season. Yeah. So like, yeah. Any, like it could be like who you think will be in the Super Bowl matchup. Why? Like who do you think will be the MVP of the game? Whatever you, whatever you want. So I, um, I'm going to say, and, and I said this at the beginning of last year, and it won me a handful of money, um, more than a handful. Uh, I'm putting the Bucks as a Super Bowl winner with Tom Brady as a back-to-back Super Bowl MVP this year. Shit, calling it week one. Yeah, I don't think anyone's fucking with him, dude. What, what makes you say that? Um, I did. <laughs> The years and years and years of domination. <laughs> I mean, this is his league still, and we saw that last year. As he, he, I mean, dude, like, Mahomes played great in the Super Bowl last year. He didn't really get much help, dude. But, like, Brady is just, like, he's, he's just a vet, dude. He's on another level from everyone else. 
So obviously the main principle of that is Tom Brady, like just everything about him. So just for, just for the sake of the podcast, if you took out Tom Brady, what else do you really like about Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I think that Mike Evans has a really good year this year. I think that last year, um, he, I don't know, man. Two years ago, three years ago, he was great. He was one of the top fantasy picks. Last year, he wasn't amazing, um, maybe just because a new system. Uh, Brady throwing no deep balls. Had to kind of change his route up a little bit. But I think that Mike Evans figures it out with Tom Brady, and I think he probably has already in training camp because I know Tom Brady is super big on, like, getting together with his guys and figuring this shit out. Um, mm. I think Mike Evans has an unbelievable year. And I don't – do you have Mike Evans? Who has Mike Evans? Uh Shit, I was literally just looking. No, nah, I was literally just looking at him. It's actually on a decent team, too. Um, we got it on Bat Soup. Uh, I got to start remembering who these people are. Adam. But Adam. Adam. That's, um, uh, yeah, that's my boy, Lily. Yeah. That is a phenomenal pickup. And I think it's going to end up being one of the biggest steals of the draft because I'm pretty sure he took him in, like, the fifth round. Big all right, so big year you think uh, for Mike Evans? Obviously, yeah. Tom Brady being the main catalyst, obviously, because you think they're going to win the Super Bowl and he will win the Super Bowl MVP. Um, let's let's focus in on Mike Evans over under a thousand yard season. Or honestly, with Mike Evans, let's, let's get it a little dice here. Over under twelve fifty. Huh. Oh my god, dude! I, I don't know if he's gonna. Let's say that's a lot. I don't even know what it is. I haven't looked at it or anything like that. But, like, let's say the over-under for his yearly yards is 1,250. What are you slamming? Over or under? Dude, I got to say under. I don't know. Um, So, I'm looking at this right now. And the last two years, he's recorded 186 receptions, 2,135 yards and 13 touchdowns over 31 games in the past two years. So it's literally a thousand fifty every year, yeah. Like both years, uh, okay. I think that he sits right at that, right at that mark, right there. So you would in that in that scenario, you're you're saying under. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying seven touchdowns this year from him, though. That's solid. Yeah, that's huge. Nah, and I think that's fair too, man. Like I wanted to hear your honest opinion, but like there's also so much talent that like mm-hmm. on that wide receiver core that like everyone's gonna need to get theirs and like. Obviously, if Mike Evans is open, like throw him the fucking ball. But like, it like everyone needs to get there. So like, I think that takes away from the possible, like huge, like ridiculous, like receiving yard season. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, well, we'll see, man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's really interesting to me because he's averaged seventeen. Uh, his average catch, um, obviously yardage on the catch is seventeen point three and eighteen and nineteen. And then last year when Brady came along. It was 14.4 because, you know, Brady doesn't throw yep. the strikes. Um, more of a slant slant uh, type situation. So, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe they test the cannon a little bit this year. I'm, I'm kind of hoping they do, um, except for when I play Lily, obviously. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> shout, out, <laughs> shout out Lily. Um, dude, you mentioned, um, like, the reason, like, uh, just a general talking point, that it won you a lot of money. Uh, last year picking Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So uh, let's just the last one of the last pieces I wanted to talk about. It's a very particular to the week. I'm just going to continue to do it on each podcast, but I want the bet of the week for you. 
I'm going to just say mine really quick and then I'll let you get into it and explain why you think it will. Obviously, mm -hmm. if it's a fun bet, you can literally just say that, but uh, just give some type of description. Yeah, yeah. My bet for this week was I locked it in. I just sprinkled, sprinkled some money on it, not a lot. Um, but I think the Los Angeles Rams versus the Chicago Bears on Sunday night will – the over-under is 46.5 when I look. I think – Matt Stafford is going to have a great game. I think it's going to go over. I'm slamming the over on that, um, and I'm excited to see what they can do with the Sean McVay, uh, Matt Stafford combo. But let's hear yours. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, well, hold on real quick. Big game for Matt Stafford, dude. Yeah. Oh, man, you are putting your prayer. You're putting your hopes <laughs> in a long what what makes you say that, man? Are you kidding? Ah, dude, I am not. I just think Matt Stafford. He, I, I feel like he's blind at this point, dude. Like, I just, what <laughs> the hell? I don't know. I'm not a big Stafford guy. I don't think he's. I don't think he's got it anymore. See, I just think he's a stud. Truthfully, I, I, I opposite of yours, respectfully. Um, I just think he was just in a dumpster fire of an organization for so long that we didn't really get to truthfully see what he can do with an like a offensive-minded coach like that of a McVay. Got a cannon. I'll give you that. He's got a cannon. Cannon. Um, um, yeah, let's hear it, dude. Let's hear it. Yeah, so I uh, was kind of looking back. So I don't have Fournette on my team in this league. I have Fournette on my team in my other fantasy league. Okay. Sh Shane – do you have Fournette? You have Fournette. I have Fournette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane doesn't have Fournette. So I kind of wanted to go and make this something more fun, like the first game of the season right out the gate. So I have Leonard Fournette scoring the first touchdown of the NFL season at plus oh, 700. Plus okay. 700. Hey, that's, that's some solid value, man. I can see him burying in a, a touchdown from like a three-yard, like the three-yard line or something, just like get a nice little handoff. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm calling Plus 700, it. I like that too, man. That's, that's some value, truthfully. Um, that's definitely more of a fun bet for sure, but like – I'll tell you what, I'll be watching. I'll be watching to see who gets the first study, that's for sure. Well, um, um, we'll have to see, dude. I think that – I think I'm going to throw like – I think I'm going to throw like 250 on it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> to be just honest with you. An obscene amount of money just to see yeah. if the cash is – what is that? Well, that would literally be 20 – what is that? It would be – it's 1700 Yeah, yeah. Something around there, right? Plus 700 times about 20. That would be 1,400 plus half of that. Yeah, it would be right around there. 1,800 bucks for that bet. be a great payout. That would be a great payout. Are you kidding me? Um, all right. Well, I was going to use that as like the last piece of it. I'm, I'm trying to follow a structure on these. But uh, mm -hmm. just with it being the first fucking week, first game tomorrow, who you got? Who you got? What's the score for tomorrow night? Thursday night football. Cowboys versus uh, the Buccaneers. Um, I got the Bucks, dude. Um, I hate the Cowboys. Same. Fucking. Obviously. Um, yeah. I, I, I hate everyone on the cat. I just, I have the Bucks, and I don't even care about if who's the better team. I, the Bucks are a better team, obviously, but yeah. I just like don't give a shit. I just like whoever is against the Cowboys. I'm always against <laughs> the other team. But this one actually makes sense this week because the Bucks are a better team. For sure. Do you think it'll be a like high scoring, close game, um, low scoring? What do you got? No, I think at home in Tampa Bay, coming off a three-game preseason, I think low scoring. I think you might see some injuries. I think low scoring. I think nail-biter. 
nail biter. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, do you do you have a final score that you like, that sticks out to you? Twenty-one seventeen, Bucks. Damn. Okay. So, yeah, that is. I I think that would be a nice little like segue into the NFL season if that's how Thursday night football went for the first week. Absolutely. Solid. I agree. 100%. Well, dude, man, yo, seriously, thank you for hopping on. Um, like I said, this is going to be a week by week, but I appreciate you being the first one, kind of the guinea, uh, guinea pig of the uh, of the podcast. So um, anything else you want to say or uh, plug or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in the famous words of uh, – I don't know who said this, but it's it's either it's eat or be eaten, dude. You know, <laughs> you're going to be a shark. You're going to be a little fucking tadpole, dude. It's, it's time to man up, you know. And if, if you're not going to – you're not going to swim with the big fish – you're gonna get eaten alive, and you're looking to eat this week, huh? I'm I'm taking souls this week. Dude. Shane, watch Shane out. Shane, your mind this week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Yeah, seriously, this was a good time, man. I will. Uh, I'll hit you up, but uh, seriously, man, appreciate it. You got it, bro. I'll talk to you All soon. Right. Later, honey. Later.